0: So, exorcisms. Dude, first of all, before we even go there, I just want to say that um, we've been getting some really fantastic feedback, some fantastic um, advice, suggestions, ideas, and every single person who has given us an idea has meant the best. They meant well. They mean absolutely, uh, you know, from the bottom of their heart, it's that that I'm going to help you. In some way, and some of the ideas are just a little bit outside of my comfort zone, <laughs> um, and I don't want to I don't want to belittle them because I think that the placebo effect can can have wonderful effects on on things and, and that. But yes, the placebo been, is real. Placebo is real, and a lot of these ideas will work in in many situations. Um, but we have had a couple of people who have suggested exorcism um, to you know. And and that 's probably my fault because I do tend to jokingly say that i've got one daughter and her name is Lucy or Lucifer, depending on the day or or the mood or the minute or whatever it's going to change um, so that's probably my fault for for throwing that into that mix um, and I do thank seriously without i'm not trying to you know I thank people for any suggestion that will work anything that we can we can try to do, and we're just not quite at the time yet in our lives to try the exorcism but who knows where it will be in five years <laughs> right. um, it's coming <laughs> potentially <laughs> yeah and i and again i don't want to make light and i'm not trying to troll people out there who are you know only trying to help
1: yeah no i absolutely
0: appreciate it's, all the support that we're getting for the podcast
1: and you know yeah <laughs>
0: Uh, We'd like to apologise to David Cannell, first of all, for erasing his show.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's going to have to redo that one. Uh, I'm Rob. I'm Patrick. And this is What Would Lucy Do? Uh, episode 3. <laughs> episode 3.
0: Wow, what a journey we've been on. I uh, mean, it, it keeps going. <laughs> I think in the past I've been kind of negative about things, and yeah, in a humorous way and stuff like that. Got a great response from someone who, who has an autistic sibling, a, a sibling with autism. All right, and, and there is, there's a slight difference in the semantics of using that, and, and it's actually someone who has autism. They're not necessarily autistic, but anyway. There's a woman with a sibling who has autism, and she responded in a way, because her father, I guess, had a, quite a sense of humor about it. But not only that, he had a sense of humor about it, but wasn't overly helpful, I guess, and she made this really important point that without her mother being the strong one there, it wouldn't have worked. Right. Right? So there's there's that, that type of thing. And I don't want my humor in this case to be taken as flippancy or as in I really don't care.
1: Right. Um, it's a, yeah.
0: When I make fun or if I make jokes, it's actually about the stuff I care about most. So anyway, and I think, you know, you can talk to my partner, Uli, and get the real story if you really want to about if my contribution is enough into this to, to make this work. Um, and I don't know if that even needs to be part of what we're going to talk about later. Sure. But I, I do want to just say that, that this person did send in and said, you know, without her mom's seriousness, being serious, serious about bad. the problem, yep. and it is. And I'm, I want to say that she is absolutely correct.
1: Yeah. And you are taking it seriously, but, but the I humor do, is I, also I, about what you care yeah, about most. And
0: you know, it's an Einsteinian... Relativistic humor, I guess. Uh, right. I, I, I don't know. You know what? What is funny? It depends on the moment. <laughs> it depends on where you're at. You can I can apply re- general relativity and, and special relativity to everything. But, Fair enough. Um, well, because especially to my relatives. But anyway, I, one of the things I would really like to, to do today is really acknowledge the help we get and the real positive side there is of of Lucy and Lucy's situation and our situation and that um a we are on the national disability insurance scheme and a lot of people are critical of of this scheme and there's there's you know it's new things are happening and and there are problems i'm sure um but we have worked closely with the ndis and again by we it's mostly my wife who who does that um level of the organization of of all these things I, I do play a part. But we've worked really closely with the NDIS to try to make this work. And it has taken a little bit of time, but they've definitely, we're, we're at a place right now where the situation for Lucy is the best it can be to nurture her to get on with what may be a normal, or whatever, her normal life, Yeah. all right? So it's setting her up with that base and that's a really important thing. And I really hope that people out there who are in similar situations, just be tenacious and keep, you know, letting people know that, let the NDIS know that this is what is needed. And if you can get support from your, which we get support from pediatricians, we get support from doctors, we get support from psychological support, we get, we have a a fantastic um, pediatric psychiatrist, we, you know, All of that side of things, the medical side of things, we have a pediatric neurologist in Sydney who's incredibly interested in what's going on in Lucy's brain. People meet Lucy, and she's charismatic, and they are drawn to her, and they want to help her. And that, I cannot tell you how fantastic those people are to do that. Mm, It's a fantastic response. It It is spectacular. We have family friends who, in a lot of situations, people lose their friends because there's an inability to to cope in, in situations with this. yeah, But we have some, absolutely, our, our friends have been an amazing support group for us. And a lot of that is because we let them, and we try to let them do it in a way. But we also let them know when it's kind of either, either a hopeless case, you know, or it's just a moment for, let's just have, you know, <laughs> what can you do? For instance, you, yeah, you know, you have been fantastic because you're basically my informal therapist. Well, thank you, Patrick. And, informal, you know, and, and, and you're doing pretty good, and actually. public, and, yeah. public yeah, <laughs> and, and public, yeah. Um, but again, that, that helps me be able to say stuff out loud, bounce it all, around, and hear if I'm actually an insane human or if I am actually saying something that's making some sense.
1: Absolutely. And as you're on this journey, you know, the more of that, that you can get,
0: the better. Yeah. So these people that do all this fantastic stuff and and then we've got her carers so the ndis does fund us having someone to come and care for lucy and we get really good help and we've got a really nice group of of diverse personalities diverse interests diverse everything because lucy is one of the most diverse people i've ever seen with what what can keep her interested happy um, thinking, doing, and, and all of these things, and all these people who are so different, we got into a room all together. When we all got together, the one person we were missing was Robbie, who's Lucy's main carer, because she had to go for a family emergency in, to to New Zealand. Yep. Um, so not at this community c- meeting. That's cool. She wasn't at that community meeting, but it was a fantastic meeting. It had friends, as well as people who work for An agency as well as people who come from all got together to discuss Lucy with a consultant who had come and met Lucy and interviewed all of them and found a way to put it together into a report again that was all funded by the NDIS it's not a, a, a cheap thing but again we it was realized by everybody involved with Lucy that it was an important step that needed to be taken and that this would then consolidate that information Lucy that person sent the report to Lucy's school because we really want everybody and by we I mean everybody involved has the same goal that everybody's on the same page so that we can all help Lucy as much as possible and I, I you know it's like we've gone from Lucy having two parents basically to Lucy having 20 parents or you know 10 parents and they all have a different input
1: Yeah, and a commitment to Lucy. And a commitment
0: to Lucy and her safety. But the interesting thing is, as we grow up, we we have a child, and the most important thing evolutionarily is to protect that child, to make sure that they grow up, to pass on the the genes, and so that they survive and do, you know, and then altruistically to do better than we do, Mm. you know, to be better than we were and make this world a better place. And so we have this, this protection, protective mode. But one of the things that we've done is we've gone... We have to protect everybody else's kids, too, (laughs) and everybody else. And Lucy, and is protecting everybody else and Lucy is exactly, has the same priority for us. Yeah. Because that does protect Lucy. Absolutely. You know, and and that sort of thing. And this is why we need these people to be there. And in most cases, there needs to be two people with Lucy. Yeah. To protect Lucy and the public and the other kids and, you know, infrastructure and people's cars and what, whatever else she might decide might be the thing that day that she has annoyed her and all those feelings that she has are the same feelings everybody else has but she just can't control them very well yeah which is a, which is a different and fantastic perspective to have and yeah and the the, uh, the other really fantastic thing is that there's the scientific Minded doctors, neurologists, psychiatrists, psychologists who are fascinated from that aspect, as well as actually they like Lucy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it sounds amazing that someone would like this child who will scream obscenities at them, hit them with stuff, throw her feces. She hasn't done that in a while, by the way, and so hopefully I haven't just But she is beautiful, a little cherub. She is a little, you know, there's a Botticelli was an artist, and he used to make these little angels, the Botticelli Angels she does she looks up almost identical curly
1: hair I would call jelly. it yep. the,
0: the Botticelli devils and we could have a new a whole new <laughs> genre um, but yeah it's you know so all of that goes well and then we've got the school so the school got this report and the school actually sent it one of the teachers to this big meeting so that everybody was on that same page yeah, and all aspects this type of support I, I don't hear about it often and maybe it's out there and I'm hoping it is um, but this kind of support is something that is, I can't thank all of them enough. Um, And that's from NDIS managers all the way down through to the principal of our school to the person who runs the agency and the other carers who come from other, all these agencies that move together and work together have done this all for this one child. Now, that's a huge amount of infrastructure and and, and, um, input into... Lucy, and seriously, thanks. Is, there's got to be a better word, you know. Gratitude, thanks, um, you know, you know. If there's anybody out there who's got a better word, a, the, the the way to say this right, there might even be words in other languages. Like I bet Japanese has a, a a word that is like the best, biggest thanks you can give.
1: Yeah,
0: but that's that's today. Yeah. That's this
1: podcast. Always thankful for the support that you're saying. Yeah, and
0: we are. That's this is the, the, the real positive side of stuff, and the school has adapted their curriculum to make basically a Lucy individualistic curriculum that doesn't have and utilize any of the teaching styles that are in any way or shape or form the ones that they use in any mainstream school. Mm. It's Lucy driven and guided by teachers who can take her to the places she needs to go. She can read. Her writing, she can type and spell, kind of. You know, her spelling is pretty bad, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, writing yep. uh, in spaces and things like that, yeah, there's spatial stuff. I, I, I like the freeform way that she does that stuff. But, but she can read, and she can read almost anything instantaneously. She's really fast. She's like speed reader. She looks at signs, she reads that kind of stuff. She reads big words that you wouldn't expect her to go. She'll, Oh yes, and this, this is, is down the, to the curriculum. Well, this is down to the adapter. to them adapting to the things that she does best naturally, and working on the things and the, the terminology that everybody in the whole group is going to use are the things that she can't do yet. Right, very forward. And just putting that yet in the way doesn't make Lucy crazy. And saying uh, crazy is the wrong word doesn't make Lucy really upset. Mm. When you say you can't do something, she gets really upset. She gets really upset when she says, I can't do something and needs help. Mm. She really hates that. But her teachers at Cranley have said, no, Lucy, you just can't do it yet, but you will be able to. Oh, and what a positive frame. That's and exactly. that puts her all of her failures not in the failure bucket. It's in that learning bucket that she's, she's going. And so utilizing that to tell all the other carers, this is how we do it. When she gets upset, she falls off her bike. Oh, I can't ride my bike. No, you can't ride it perfectly yet. And all of a sudden, that that gives her that that moment that, okay, it's not all lost. Because of the way her brain works, which we don't know, really, um, that's that's how we do it. How does that gel with time?
1: Because at, at another point in time... She struggles with um, temporal continuity. Oh, oh, man. uh, She's temporally
0: incontinent. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we have (laughs) time hemorrhages out of the. Yeah, so the the the, the concept
1: of time, how does the yet play into her? Like, obviously, you see a behavioral change when you
0: say yet. One of the things that still still upsets Lucy sometimes is when you use the word tomorrow. We'll do that tomorrow because she realizes, I think, in a weird way. Tomorrow is a never situation. Mm. So she sometimes, realizes better than most that tomorrow is a never situation. And sometimes she, if there's something she really doesn't want to do, she says, "No, we'll do that tomorrow." <laughs> and it might be something she never wants to do ever. And so we we have to try to translate that one. So tomorrow can mean a few different things depending on what she what wants the context or, is. or what her context is. So so there's that. But for instance, just yesterday, she was like what time is it? And it was 7 in the morning. And she goes, when are we going to school? I said, well, we'll go at about 8.15. Okay. Less than 30 seconds. What time is it? Is it time to go to school yet? No, that's still in about an hour and now 14 minutes. And, you know, and, but she will ask that and not grasp the fact that the time is going to pass and she doesn't have to be worried about it. Mm. So she will obsess about what time it is for that. Ent- and sometimes it'll be that entire hour and fifteen minutes, unless we can find something to distract away from that and do something. Right. But a lot of times she doesn't want to or doesn't think she wants to because I don't think she realizes it's quite that long.
1: Right, this even. is a, this is a short term thing that I'm going to obsess about, r- r- rather than the energy that I'll put it's, in over this time. It
0: could even be very like temporally. I mean, now I'm totally going out on. I'm, I, I have no leg to even. We're going, stand, into, speculation we're going bill. into speculation. We're going into speculation. But it's very similar. It's like she gets it. There's a day. She looks at a calendar. What day is this? Yes, this is the 16th, and it's six days until that. She mm. looks at a calendar. She goes, Yeah, what day is this? This it's this day today. She even said today's the 22nd, and I went and checked, and I was like, Yeah, it is. Really cool. But the time in the day, I don't think, computes. It's almost like like primitive people who it was light and it was dark. And, you know, when it got dark, you went to sleep. And when it's light, you got up. And and there was a day, but the, the, the individual bits were not actually quantized I guess yeah is the the,
1: it's uh, almost like reference to other things you know a calendar or or external I don't know you can conceptualize that but then internally and how it relates to you and
0: your moment that's different and and a lot of that could come from some of the things that we're discovering about Lucy Yeah, so what's, what's been happening lately? Well, so. we, we took a trip to Sydney to see a pediatric neurologist to have um, some tests done under sedation. So we went and had an MRI to compare with an MRI from about eight months ago because I might have mentioned before that the doctor may have noticed a little bit of um, atrophy mm-hmm. in the cerebral cortex. Okay. All right? Um, which means a little bit of space or where an, an atrophy always sounds like it's being eaten away by some sort of weird beast that has crawled into her ear mm-hmm. on a Star Trek. Plessading bug, yep. Yeah. It, it, atrophy just means that there's something that hasn't developed all the way or there's something that is missing, but there's something missing. Okay. And that atrophy could have been systemic from growth and it's not grown all the way, mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> I think this is how could neurologists that. talk about that. So okay. She could have not, her brain might not have developed all the way, or something may have Re- or, or regressed, or, something, bit, or something has yeah. impeded that development at some point, or that, we don't know what. Right. Um, but we tested to see if there was any autoimmune type of response, because there are a couple of interesting cases where people have found out that there's this autoimmune disease that does a similar thing. Inhibits, the, inhibits development the development or Inhibits the development, or reduces um, capacity of the cerebral cortex, and has people having... Um, schizophrenic-like behaviors okay. that develop out of that. And there was a fantastic episode of, um, I think it was All in the Mind, about a girl who had this autoimmune disease that turned her into someone that she really wasn't for right. a while. And so, awesome. Yeah. And testing so we, the auto so autoimmune, we, yeah. We tested the autoimmune stuff, and it doesn't appear that there's anything with Lucy that way. Okay. In her cerebrospinal fluid. Um, so they did a lumbar puncture or spinal tap or, you know, whatever, however you want to yeah. want to do that. Um, uh, again, under sedation because she has she's not a still human. Um, but they they found that this the atrophy doesn't seem to have gotten worse since. In eight months. Okay, so, so two MRIs. Two MRIs are coming out pretty much the same. But we also did notice in this one and then look back at the other one that the corpus callosum, which is another one of the things that separates our... The, hemispheres, our of the, the hemispheres of the brain. Hemispheres of the brain. So it's the, 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 the white... Yeah.
1: Hemispheres,
0: yeah. And it's the white tissue that's missing.
1: Okay. Mostly.
0: In the other parts as well. Right. So it's a lot of that communication between the brain cells that we, we think. And again, this is seriously, this is me talking. I am not a neurologist. I am only a dad who is... And, and my wife, if you really want to get into it, Uli, she understands the actual mechanism of all of this so much better.
1: Mm. We're it, talking about the networking, the fibers thinner, that are, that yeah, are they're not less, running CAT6.
0: They're running some sort of yeah, yeah, dial-up yeah, connection, yeah, potentially. If, if you <laughs> understand the internet, that's fantastic. If you understand broadband, it's—it's yeah. it's, she's on copper. Yeah. If you understand, if we can make all this. OK, so,
1: so but something is going on that limits the, the speed or the amount of information that's going between yeah. different areas of the brain. And we
0: see that due to the size, the thickness and the lack of the white matter that's in those okay. areas wow. so we have found this so does that mean that there's nothing we can do or does it mean that there might be well we, we don't know again this is the beauty of Lucy is that this journey of it, it's really you know I mean it almost sounds hellish at times and it, it can be pretty awful but it really is filled with absolutely fascinating stuff that I'm learning about mm-hmm. the human brain I don't know if that's ethical to be learning that from my disabled daughter and and, and that sort of thing, but we're not dissecting her. Surely yet. it's a, it's a journey. <laughs> it's a journey, right? You know, it's a journey. Sorry, that was of, an inappropriate of, joke, idiot. Yeah,
1: a journey of learning. You know, uh, but we wouldn't know necessarily whether that's causative or or, or just a, a or, symptom
0: Or, of or what a symptom or a reaction or a uh, yeah. So what's the thinking? What's the, uh, we we don't know. Um, We'll be meeting again with the neurologist soon. We're meeting with our psychiatrist this afternoon to talk about some of the medications that she uses because one of the things that came out of the cerebral spinal fluid is that it turns out that her production, which is basically found by the byproducts of that in the spinal fluid, of serotonin, which is serotonin is a thing that makes you calm, It's calm and and, 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 uh, kind of happy in, in that her production of serotonin naturally is low. Okay. So she doesn't produce as much serotonin as normal. Then there is her production of dopamine. Dopamine is the excited. That's excitement. Dopamine is like, yeah, it's happy, but it's it's you know, energetic. It's energetic. Yeah. It, it's the it's the, the stuff so behind. It. And she produces that more. So another brain chemical. Another brain chemical. It yep. so is. She produces produced, more dopamine. She produces more dopamine than she does serotonin. serotonin. And that's an interesting thing that I'll come back to later because there's a ratio between those two that may be important and may not. But we're going to talk to our psychiatrist today about this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's one of the reasons why we've got this appointment. So that's, she's got a lot of the excitement and not as much of the calmness. So her excitement can go into the levels where she gets angry and has and been overstimulated, and over-stimulated right. overly, uh, you know, and, and it doesn't necessarily mean it, it's a good thing. She is on medication. There's anti anxiety medication that basically produces more serotonin in the body and then the body the brain produces more serotonin the, the body produces more serotonin and that actually reduces that anxiety level and that that helps okay all right so we're we're working on that and we've been putting that in there and so this has been you know better and we've been doing this now for about a year and a half maybe two i, I might be wrong um, i might only be 8 months but for a period of time we've been doing this and it seems to have had some positive effects. For she's sure. still Lucy and still we're still working on trying to sort out what kind of levels and things like that she might need yep. to do that. Um, with the drug that she's on, it has an interesting interaction with. Um, well, okay, so so all right, so she's she's doing this to, to medication boost this. to boost to the serotonin. Boost serotonin that, is to And there's something to I don't know what the dopamine is doing medication-wise. I don't know if we're dropping it in some way in any way, but I don't think as much. But she also takes an Mm antipsychotic, which I'm not exactly certain all of the chemical mechanisms in the brain that that is working on, but I'm sure it does something to the dopamine as well.
1: Okay. Um,
0: So it's complex, but there's there's stuff going on. Complex.
1: But but, but the main focus is that the serotonin is being boosted by some medication
0: in particular. Yes. Right. Um, And so that's what we're we're doing. Now, there's the sleep issues that we've talked about in the past, where she doesn't sleep and she burns her melatonin super fast. We've talked about that kind of thing. Um, Just to quickly recap, if she has any browned anything, baked anything, she smells cigarette smoke, wood smoke, smoke. all that kind of stuff, she will burn her melatonin super fast and sleep in 20 to 40 minute intervals with long intervals in between, and she just cannot sleep. Yep. So we supplement her melatonin. Um, but even that, if she has other stuff, that burns that melatonin incredibly fast. So we've, you know, we do that. It turns out that there is a grapefruit extract, uh, nirajelan, I want to call it, but I'll look it up, and we'll talk According about it, and we'll put in it in the in description. The, in the description. Yeah. Um, but it's grapefruit extract. And this has a fantastic mechanism. So the cigarette smoke or the browned meat that tastes nice or all that stuff, it has an enzyme in it, and somewhere in that myriad reaction that then enters into the system, and it breaks down melatonin. So this enzyme breaks down the melatonin,
1: which she already burns which quickly. Which she already but burns quickly, but this the now exacerbates
0: it and and multiple yep. you know, factors faster. Yeah grapefruit contains an enzyme that blocks that enzyme from burning the melatonin right pretty cool right so we were, we're like, going to get some of that <laughs> we are excellent it's like fantastic and Uli, uh, she did at uh, this research she is she is brilliant and you know none of this would, would be happening without her if i was a single yeah. parent i would be toast <laughs> 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 um, and i'm not thank god yeah, but that's you know, Uli is is absolutely brilliant. So, we we found this and we tried it, and we slept. We even had a nice dinner that we made enchiladas, and it was actually good. And, and we slept, and it was like, ooh, cool. We might be able to start eating actual <laughs> food that isn't boiled. May I boil you a steak? <laughs> yes. How would you like that steak boiled, sir? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's you know, it's um, so that was that was pretty cool, but. It made Lucy tweaking a little bit. She, was, she would get really, exceptionally happy, but pretty tweaky and twitchy. And, and she does the same where she slaps the floor line yep. and that. And she makes this noise, which is part of the tourettes bit of stuff. And it seemed that while she was sleeping pretty well and had the best week at school ever, by the way. Her teachers were like, what's happened? What is this? This is great. We've had a brilliant. And they just were so over the moon. But the, the twitchiness is getting tweaking, worse. Twitching is getting worse and worse and worse. And then Uli, being Uli, the researcher, starts looking into this again and starts looking further down into these scientific papers and realizes that this, it's got a C number, C, B, but the, it, the Again, we'll put it in the description. Um, that this... Really bad drug interactions with lots of other the grapefruit extract the grapefruit hey, grapefruit has bad, bad extract interactions can have bad interactions. I mean, with uh, all sorts of drugs, huge number of drugs for all sorts of different things. One of them being the Zoloft that Lucy takes for her serotonin anti anxiety. What it does is it inhibits the uptake. It's a, what is it called? It's an uptake inhibitor. It's a reuptake inhibitor. Reuptake inhibitor. Yeah, so the body wants
1: to break down the
0: serotonin and it stops that from happening? And it stops that from happening. A lot of it gets gets out, you know, so like these kind of drugs, 10% ish, get used by the body and the rest go out through the waste system, so in your urine. All right? Um, But this keeps it in the system longer. So the serotonin, which you were boosting, is now. Boosted being, right it's being up. built up in the system, and it can actually build up to two toxic levels.
1: So it's not being gotten rid of in the waste products. In the way it's, 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 it's just products hanging, around hanging around and, and getting, and getting more, more hanging around. More, more hanging around.
0: More hanging around. <laughs> and so we, of course, um, you know, parental fail. <laughs> this is—you've this stopped, right? You did the thing. The sleepings work, That's great. We've yeah, stopped. But it's because of then, the yeah, blocking. This, it keeps blocking. It keeps blocking. So. We're, you know, we're going to explore some different medications that don't interact with this. Again, why we're talking to our psychiatrist today. Great. Um, You know, next episode, we'll give you the the whole thing. It's, you know, um, yeah. So we've we've tried and we work and we do it. And I just want to really let you know that sometimes we fail, parental fail, um, not to a point where it's done damage, you know, lasting damage, but it, it... it could have gone. So, I do want if anybody out there is listening and they take any medications, just double check that grapefruit, if you, you know, all of a sudden go, ooh, grapefruit, it's a great I have a glass of grapefruit. And juice. I love grapefruit. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. But it's grapefruit. It's grapefruit. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you're practicing being a dad. Yeah. Do You have something to tell me. No. <laughs> um, but yeah,
1: it's. It interacts with all, all kinds of drugs. So check your medications yeah. and its interaction so with you know, grapefruit. A good
0: side effect is that now I've learned about all this other stuff that I'm like, going,
1: mmm, hmm, Don't be very careful. Be careful. Wow. Be careful. So this afternoon's the psych appointment? Yep, psych appointment. For, for this all sort
0: of stuff. We'll keep you informed. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. But for the most part, things are progressing. We're learning more and more. Some people ask me the question about, is it important to know this much? Do you really want to know this much? And I think that's a real personal choice. Choice. Course, yeah. What's and the alternative though? For to w- well. If we didn't know about this, would be to just try to make Lucy's life as comfortable as possible, sit back and and you know and just be. But, but wouldn't there still be trial and error around
1: all of the, did, All right, of the, right, things, the food, yes. the medications. I it would all still be. Yes, a, and I guess understanding the mechanism behind it is, in one sense, a luxury or a you know a yeah. privilege, but to not would be but kind of incomplete. You know, so I the the, know. The,
0: the beautiful things that have happened are we did the the um, CGH test. we so yeah, We've got lots of things for the descriptions. Yeah, we got lots of things for the descriptions in this one, um, which gave us her. Genetic modification of her chromosomes Right. Uh, that yep. gives her chromosomal information yep. about these these duplications that she's got on the three chromosomes. We we did that. That was an important thing because that tells us a lot. Not not that much really, but it, it it put us on this path. Yep. Genetically, also we did a cheek swab at the pharmacy or the chemist, wherever you want to call them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We did a cheek swab. You can go in. It's 150 bucks. You get a cheek swab. They Whack it off. They send it to an, to a, They whack it in a box and send it off, and they check your DNA as to how you metabolize all the drugs you're on. So they have certain things that they can look at. So they can do um, drug uptake and dietary things. They can also do a couple other other tests as well if you want. We did the dietary one, and that's how we found out Lucy's melatonin issue. Right, and so it, which, which works right because worked, you put it. So again, in, so this so is that positive. So I wanted to say that that these things. So knowing more has always helped us, I think. Yeah, even though um, it's, it's, it's big and it's... You know, knowing more about the brain atrophy and the the, the, the issues with, with Lucy's brain, that may be a little bit more depressing, but I'm still glad I know it, mm. because it also allows us to realize that the cerebral cortex is all about managing your emotions. It's all about your control center yeah. of how you don't go and punch people and that. And Lucy's is missing an amount. I don't think it's a huge amount because the doctor was like, oh, I need to check with growth charts and things like that to make sure it was. But it has to be yes, some abnormality. Some abnormality there. And that could explain a lover impulse
1: control. And I guess then it puts you down a pathway of, of asking questions around, well, what can you do to support or fix or you mm. know brain plasticity type you yeah. know, research or you know, avenues yeah. for, for treatment, I guess. Yeah. If they pop up, um,
0: uh, you
1: know, not knowing means that you wouldn't be open to those things perhaps.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I think that for us anyway knowing more is better. Yeah. And if there's anybody out there who's got someone in their life who is trying to figure out what's going on, some of these things might help you. Might not.
1: The DNA test you know? is
0: yeah. available and, and from yes. a pharmacy. And without being disrespectful at all If it doesn't work, you can always go the exorcism route. Well, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) My apologies to those people who gave us those things, and I've 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 just offended you greatly. But um, I'm I'm not quite ready yet. Not ready for the exorcism (laughs) yet, but still noted, 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 (laughs) and understood. (laughs) Fantastic. Ah.